Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on today to talk about the very latest happening in the news. There's always something crazy happening in the news. We'll get into that. We'll talk about um, the latest Biden gaffes. I don't know if you saw this. New York City's mayor decided that he's going to invite people from Florida who are gay to move to New York City because they don't have the don't say gay law or the bill there. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. That's how dumb that is. We're going to get into that. Plus, the American love affair with the automobile and why the left is attacking it on a Monday. Motown Monday, it's how we do it. Boo-doo-doo. Gary, how you doing? I'm doing all right, how are you? Getting it done. Polo in the house. Sam making it happen. That is how we do it. A little shotgun for you, Motown Monday. Big weekend for the uh, Lockheed family, huh? I know. It was prom over the weekend. You're such a proud Isn't mama. He's so handsome. Oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> Good looking boy. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend's what? Half his height? <laughs> one half? As tall he's as he is? 6'1. I think she's maybe 5'3. I mean, four. She, <laughs> I mean, cute as can be, both of them. They're adorable. They're adorable. Good, Good stuff. Yeah. Now, I did not cry when my kids went to prom. Uh, does a mother cry when the kid goes to prom? Um, I, I did not. Um, when, I, when he got on his tux and he was all dressed, I got, you know, a little misty-eyed maybe. Um, but just wait until next month because when he graduates, I'll probably have to take a couple of days off. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's going to be like waterworks, hot mess, mom. Yeah, that'll be me. But I didn't cry at prom. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a, it's a crying thing. You know, for me, no. prom was never a big deal. I know that it is. I'm not, I'm not uh, de- discounting it for anybody else. But I never went to prom. I mean, I was at prom mm. my senior year, but I was playing in the band. I'm oh. Not even kidding. Wow. Okay. I did not do prom. Hmm. I did. Really? Prom's, prom's a big deal. I think probably mostly for the girls. I'm going to say for the girls. You get all dressed up. You get your hair and makeup done and new shoes. And you feel so pretty. And yeah, it's a good time. Now, Sam, I know CJ did. Did you go to prom? Yes, I did. Now, was it a big deal? No, you guys were you guys were out of town for my prom. <laughs> well, I wasn't going. I didn't have to be in town, did I? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe. I mean, I think we did a little photo shoot beforehand anyway, so it was fun. I mean, you know me, though. I don't really care about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I played in the band. Paul, you do prom? Yeah. No, was it was it with a girlfriend, just somebody that you asked? Because the whole thing in the movies, the whole romanticism about it is, who's going to ask me? Is he going to ask me? Is he going to do this? Is it going to be a big deal? Because now, like the, these days, they do a big deal, a giant sign, or they have a plane flyover where you go to prom oh, with like me. it's like a promposal, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Uh, Polo, how did yours work? Uh, so junior year, yes, was with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, senior year uh, was with a complete stranger. Hi, do you want to go to prom? You just asked her. She said yes. No, it it's just ridiculous how how it all came about. But yeah, was it a good time? Uh, 
Not really. I mean, it, she was nice, and it was it was nothing with her. Just I just didn't really know her very well. <laughs> You know, so we're gonna have to hear that story sometime. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that sounds like it's pretty involved. All right, now, Carrie, you went to prom. I did. Yeah, I'm sending you a picture because it made me think of you know, um, Jake and I were talking about this and about my senior prom, and so he's right. off dancing the night away, and I'm looking through old photo albums, and I found a picture that I sent him, and I I just sent you. It might take a couple of minutes, but that was me. Let a lot say, of satin. A lot of satin. You mm. sent me a picture of you when you went to prom, or you? Yeah. Sent- no, I send it. I send it to you. It's not working. I don't know what. Wait, which way? Get... On, on Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. I'm not getting it. Oh, okay. I'll try, I'll try to send it again. Big yeah, hair, send it again. a lot of satin. Yeah. Now, is this something I can the show 90s. the people or not? No, 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 no. No. Well, let me take <laughs> no. a look. Send it through. Okay, I do I'll not, again, again, I don't have a prom picture of me because I didn't go to prom. Now, uh, with Sam, we, we weren't really, you know, we weren't too concerned. Uh, we knew the guy. We knew the guy, right? This is the guy I'm thinking of, right, Sam? Yeah, it was my boyfriend at the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, so we, we knew were the with guy. Sabrina too. Right, right. So we we were we knew that all was well. Now with CJ, I remember specifically looking at her boyfriend and shaking his hand and saying, "There will be no sex tonight." Now, mm-hmm. Carrie, maybe that's out of line for a dad to say, but I don't trust think me, so. that, that I got really said. Don't. I really don't. <laughs> Paula, what are you laughing at? That that got said. That's the worst thing you can say. Oh no! Not as a parent. Well, no. No, no, no. Let me explain. Let me explain. I was shaking his hand at the time, and he said, no, sir. No, that's right. Exactly right, sir. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Because if that wasn't on the table, it was on the table now. Oh, I did that. not put it on the table. Oh, yes, I took it on the table, and I put, it, nope. I put it back in the closet. Sorry. <laughs> that's like Carrie, the you think, I, you, you think I put do. it on the table? No, I don't think so. Nope. I, yeah. Let him know. Absolutely. Yep. Before he leaves your house. Mm-mm. There will not be any of that tonight. Gentlemen, when you're sending your daughter off to prom... Look him right in the eye, shake his hand firmly, <laughs> and say exactly what I said. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, Joe Pags. I'm not going to take any calls on prom. I just wanted to, to get this out there. Your picture did not come through. I want to see this. I want to see the hair. Oh, I know. well, all right. I'm going to try to send it again. I don't know what the deal is. Why do you suck but... at technology? It's, it's, it's I don't. It's in message. this room on my phone, and it gets terrible reception. So I'll try to send wow. it again. Oh, wow. All right, so there you go. Um, and when I get it, I'll, I'll see if I can cajole her into letting me show it to you. She probably won't, but, but I still want to see it. I do not have a prom era picture, although I do have a picture of me in high school. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't go to prom. What do you mean to go to prom? They feel, feel sorry for me. I, I just, like Sam, I didn't really care. And oh, I think yeah, I made $50 fine. that night playing in the band. Yeah, that's fine. Some people aren't prom people. Now, while I was there, I was going, I can't believe I'm not a prom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know you're Joey. hormonal and you're emotional when you're a 17-year-old kid. What the hell do you know? Absolutely. So, um, so thinking back to my childhood, I started mm. thinking, 16, I know, 70 years long ago. time ago. Whoa, yeah. I started thinking about the relationship that Americans have with cars. Sounds far-fetched, but it's not. Right now, we've got a situation in this country where there's an attack on the internal combustion engine. And that sounds all technical and weird, but in essence, it's an attack on what Motor Trend Magazine used to call red-blooded American men. They've actually called them RBAMs in one of the articles that, are, that I read back in the 80s when the IROC was coming out and the Camaros were the big deal and it was Camaro versus Mustang and all that. Um, I'm a Chevy guy. A lot of you might be Ford people. Some of you might be Dodge. I get it. But we're in this country... We are inherently in love with the automobile, and we tend to send it through generations. And I think all my kids like cars. Sam is a car fanatic. Got that from dad, I would believe. Um, Growing up, I bonded with my father over fixing cars. 
this is really what we did. We didn't talk about, hey, he didn't say, Joey, I love you. None of that crap ever came out. Didn't say he was proud of me. None of that. Didn't pat me on the back much. But when it was coming time to change a tire or fix a car, we had good quality dad Joey time. That's what we did. And I'll never forget, he would send me off to get a 916 socket, and I'd bring back a half inch, and then he'd yell, this is a half inch, this is a 916, but we, we learned, well, I learned from him wrenching on cars. I knew that without a doubt, and I don't care what any of you people out there watching and listening say, that a 350 short block Chevy is a whole hell of a lot better than a 351 Cleveland or 351 Windsor. You can kiss my ass if you disagree. That's sort of what it does for us. It makes our blood flow. When, when I had a 1976 Camaro, I'll never forget. I was so in love with the note that came out of the the um, the muffler, the tailpipe, that at the at the stoplights, I would open the door and put my head almost under the car, just to hear that. I mean, that that just it got you going. And I feel this unbelievable attack on that piece of Americana. Now, when we were growing up, when I was going to turn fifteen or sixteen, I couldn't wait to get behind the wheel of a car. I just couldn't wait because what does a car represent? A car represents freedom. A car represents the open road and the fact that you could go from point A to point B and not be reliant on somebody else. Got my wheels, man. Got my first set of wheels. Got some wheels. Now, that wasn't my first car. My first car was a 1966 Mustang with a straight six where the, I believe the manifold just fell off the car one day as I was driving down the road. It was nothing but a rust bucket. It was a piece of crap and I never, ever have owned a Ford since. So interestingly, I'm a Chevy guy, but I'm really a car guy and really an engine guy and really a V8 guy and really a listen to that note from the tailpipe guy and I'm really that revving the engine at the, at the stoplight and looking over to the other person guy. And that's sort of, I mean, and, and believe me, I'm not just saying this about men because girls feel the same way. There are plenty of car girls or gals out there, but they actually call the red-blooded American men in this article in Motor Trend in the 1980s. Fast forward to 2022. We are living at a time where people who are in central government are telling us, don't buy cars anymore, buy EVs, electronic or electric vehicles. They're literally telling us we need more mass transportation so they can control where point A is and where point B ends. They can tell us where we can go from here to there. They don't want us driving cars anymore. And I do believe that there's an aspect of that that's taking away our freedom. Because when I get in my car and go for a, like yesterday, I just want to go for a ride. And I did. I got my little car, went down to the car wash, filled it up with gas for the week. And I washed the car with a brush and with the, with the spray hose. It was just great. And I was able to do that with nobody looking over my shoulder. Nobody saying, get on this subway. Nobody saying, get on this tram. Nobody saying, you know, get on this bus. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with public transportation. Cities have become such large conglomerates or conglomerations that it's hard to get anywhere in a car. You couldn't. Eight million people couldn't have cars in New York City. I understand that. Maybe we overpopulated these cities. But where I live, there's some open road. And where most of America lives, there's some open road. And getting in the car and going to the corner store, to the bar, the nightclub, or the movies, or to the car wash, that's something that we've always held true. I'm going to go take a ride, man. I'm going to go ride down the road. And I really feel like there's a push in this country to take us away from that, to no longer enjoy the ingenuity that a Henry Ford or that a Chevrolet put into their vehicles a long time ago, 100, 150 years ago. It's, it's stunning to me that we've rolled over for it, that we should all get an EV. You know, when somebody says, we're not going to build the Keystone XL pipeline anymore, and 11,000 workers say, hey, man, what am I going to do for work? And the answer from John, John Kerry, 
is go build solar panels. That literally was his answer. Or when somebody says, hey, why don't we, why don't we produce some more oil? And Pete Buttigieg, like he did last week, says something so stupid as we have to stop our reliance on fossil fuels and change the energy here. It's an attack on what we've known for more than 100 years. It's an attack on what we've learned to love. I mean, man, look at some of those cars. My, my dad's favorite car was a 57 Chevy. Two-door hard, hardtop. Not, not the Post. Those of you who know 57 Chevys, not the Post. Had to be a two-door hardtop. My mother's favorite car is a 55 or 56 T-Bird. I know that because I grew up knowing that these were car-loving people because those cars represented America. When you started seeing more foreign cars being made, they tried to model them after our cars. They saw what we were doing and why it was so successful, and they tried to copy that. I mean, it really is just red-blooded, true blue, through-and-through Americana to love our vehicles. And there's a push by a central government in Washington filled with bureaucrats that are driven around in giant SUVs all day with gas money that we're paying for telling us what we should or shouldn't do. And that blows my mind. Because I will never stop loving those little sports cars that I have. I'll never stop loving that big truck that I own. I'll never stop loving that note in the uh, coming out of the tailpipe. I just love that. There's nothing on this planet that will equal that. And there's a push for us to just get rid of it like it never existed. There's a whole new generation now that just doesn't give a crap about cars, automotive, the, the industry that that was magnificent in coming up with new ideas and innovations. We're supposed to just forget that we ever did that. And it's appropriate that I do this on a Motown Monday because Motown is named Motown after Motortown. Motor City, Detroit is the Motor City. And we're just looking to pretend like that never happened. It's very, very strange to me and not okay. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Okay, got the picture. Mm-hmm. A... <laughs> Uh, is are you as tall as the guy? How tall is this guy? Well, I was uh, in some heels, so he was a little taller than I was. And he's very happy to be with you. Mm. That you you look almost exactly the same. You suck. How do you still look the same oh, from when man. you were like seventeen? I appreciate that, but mm, are we showing the people this picture? No, or not? no, really, no. You no. look marvelous. <laughs> no, no. No, it was just something fun. I wanted to show my son that. You know, I think it's this awesome. Is what mom I think it's like awesome. You're problem. not wearing heels. You have little tiny heels on. This guy's a shorty. It's well, okay. It looks like it looks he's happy. not a shorty. I'm sure he was fine. He is fine. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Let me know if I can show him that picture. I think they would enjoy that. <laughs> okay. It is eight 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 nine four one Pags. JoePags.com. Your thoughts about what I just said on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Your thoughts about the automobile and Americana and the fact that central government seems to be, I think they're trying to get rid of the, the love for the automobile, our love for freedom, getting on the open road and just going and uh, spending all this money on charging stations for electric cars. I'm not anti-electric car. I'm anti you telling me that I can't have something else and indoctrinating people to believe that I'm somehow evil because I want to keep on driving a car like that's ending the earth. It's not. This global warming climate change hoax, if you haven't seen that it's a hoax yet, if you haven't seen that, that 
all of the predictions that they've had since for about 100 years haven't come true, it's time to reassess what you're believing. All right, your thoughts on that in a second. It's uh, 888-941-PAGS. If you can't get through, JoePags.com. Click on contact at the bottom of the page. Sends me an email directly to me. Let me tell you about Newsmax TV. You know, people are always wondering, who can I trust when I'm watching television, listening to radio, doing whatever? It's hard to figure out who you can trust, right? A recent study finds that Americans don't trust big media. 65% of Republicans don't trust them at all. I found a source, and I've had this source for a long time. You know this. It's Newsmax. I go online, Newsmax.com, for breaking headlines. I watch Newsmax TV all the time. Even don't download the free Newsmax app on my smartphone. It's free. Didn't cost me anything. No paywall to watch it either. Just press the button, and you're watching their live programming. Nielsen recently reported that almost 7 million cable viewers watch Newsmax, but not Fox News. It's a big deal. So many people are, are making the switch to Newsmax. Hopefully you have as well. Start every day with Wake Up America and Rob Finnerty. The team at night is great. Eric Boland, Chris Salcedo, Greg Kelly, Stinchfield, Rob Schmidt, and great weekend shows with Huckabee, Diamond and Silk, Gorka, Dick Morris. 20 million Americans made the switch and watch Newsmax all the time. You should join them and try it as well. You, you may never go back. I'm telling you, Newsmax is a great source. I go there all the time. I'm on there every Wednesday as well. Make sure you, you look out for that. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. AJ. Big time Motown, Joe Pag. My brother, what's happening? Hey, on this uh, really a somber day. Remember back in '68, you know Martin Luther King. This is this is ain't this the day that they they did our man in Motown? They they didn't like it. Was it uh, April Fourth? I should probably know that. But go ahead. Uh huh. And uh, Motown. They trying to tell us how to run our cars. They trying to tell us how to run our kids. I kind of like that. That was the name, Mark. Uh, I think Mark Robinson. Uh, he's running for senate, I think, in North Carolina. Okay. He got. He's a preacher, and he got up there and told them, it "Ain't but two genders. Y'all can come after me all you want." Now he's he's the, he's the he's the lieutenant governor, and he was it was amazing. I watched that video. He said, "You want to come from my head? Here it is. Come get it. Here it is. Yep. Come get it. Yep. Come get it." And uh, all the black people, you got to understand. This is what the left-wing liberals done to us. They've taken church out of everything. They've taken everything from our kids. Our kids don't know which way to turn now because they're getting taught the wrong way. They took the statues down so we can teach them. And then the teachers, if they, I mean, why don't they go and quit if they're going to teach this bull crap that they're teaching our children? That's not what we're sending our kids to school to do. And they need to learn ABC one two three. Yep. Not know uh, who am I? I'm, I'm being nice about it, Motown. I'm being nice about it. But I'm a Chevy man myself, Motown. I had a four hundred Caprice. <laughs> that bad mama jammer. Man, that's a good. Bad that's a great engine, jammer. man. That is a great engine. Ooh, I love that bad boy, Motown. Hey, and uh, I guess Obama gonna come in tomorrow. You know, I had to get the idiots. They go. He gonna come in tomorrow and help Joe Biden mess up our insurance a little bit more tomorrow. Oh, I guess. Man, yeah. I, I don't. Man, it just AJ. It, it doesn't ever get any better. But you know what? You and I have that connection to the Motor City. People don't understand. Motown means the Motor City, the Motor Town, and, and and that really, without that industry, we would not have had the industrial boom that we had in this country in the last century. And we keep on forgetting that, man. I know, and because I, I worked for Chrysler when right. Leon Coco was there, man. Right. Big time. And Trump rally, started. oh my was God, awesome. he was off the chain. Got to run, brother. I love that, man. Love you, man. I love Take you, We'll talk to you soon. All right, open line now. 888-941-PAGS. Keep it right here. Joe Pags.
Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. Carrie, have you rethought it, or I still can't show it? Well, where, where are you showing it at? On the chat room. Oh, yeah, go ahead, I guess. I guess that's okay. Okay, I'm not going to do it yet, because those who are, who are listening aren't watching, if you want to see it. It's, let me tell you this. You look great. I think you look absolutely <laughs> wonderful. I do. Okay. And the guy could not be happier. He's like all like, he's all dizzy with happiness. Look at him. a lot of like, smiles on her face. I want to carry. Yeah, right. He is. He's all happy. It's very, very cute. So uh, I'll show that uh, in the next uh, 10, 15 minutes. Make sure you stop by joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Click on watch now. That'll take you right to my chat room and right to my live video where you can see us doing the show as well as watching us doing the show. And keep in mind, we, we're live 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. We love being all the, on all these stations. Some of them run on delay, which is great. I have no problem with that. But if you go when you're hearing it, if you're on delay, you're not going to see it. You might have to go back through the video and check it. If we're live, there'll be a red live um, uh, logo right there on the screen. All right, so we will show that. Carrie, do you have the same experience? I mean, I don't know anything about your background with cars, or your dad, or your brothers. Um, it, it, it's the same experience where the car sort of was a really important thing? Um, not really for my family, no. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Now, did, did your brother get into cars at no, all? No, my, my, my dad. One brother, right? Yeah, I have a younger brother. My him nor my dad weren't really, you know, what do you call them, gearheads or anything like that. So I didn't have that same. Wow, you experience. call my dad not gearheads? Huh? So I'm a gearhead then. But that's not a bad thing, right? How dare you? I don't think that's a bad thing. No. No, but I, I, did you? Okay, so you're in high school, right? I know. It's, mm-hmm. Listen, try to go back because it's a long time ago. Uh, I get not it. Not too long ago. Try to go uh, back. Not, not as long ago. as I was. <laughs> um, but but were, were there those guys that would pull up and rev the engine and oh, they, they had yeah. to be noticed and all that? Absolutely. Yeah, I think we all went to school with with some of those guys. You were that guy, but yeah. I oh, I was that. totally that guy. Mm-hmm. I was a thousand percent that guy. Yeah. Uh, Apollo, I mean, so uh, you're not you're not a gearhead. No. But I'm sure you know those people. Yes, uh, most some of those were my friends. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, literally, Polo will drive the speed limit, which is always just startling. He's ten years younger than I am, and That's it's startling to me. Yeah, that, because I'm I get in the car, I'm in the, I'm in it. I'm in that that accelerator. It means to accelerate. And the Andy 500, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, a little of that. And uh, actually, okay, true story. I got pulled over in college. I was going 130. <gasps> On I-95, I just just blowing out the car. Boys and girls, because I'm going to get emails now. Boys and girls, do not ever do that. It was dangerous. I could have died. So I get pulled over, and this cop walks up. It's a it's a Florida State trooper. What's going on, boy? Uh-oh. I said, yes, yes, officer. What I, I was just uh, well, what, what's in the back seat? I had my my saxophones in the back seat. My saxophone. Oh, you in the band, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm in the band. It's just the whole thing. He's like, he knew he had to be in control of this thing. Mm-hmm. You think this is Indianapolis 500? So it's funny that you brought that up. He yeah. actually asked me if I thought I was in Indy. And I said, no, no, sir, it's I-95 in Palm Beach County. I did not think we were in Indianapolis. So I got, got a big, I got a gigantic ticket. It was gigantic. For I'm, I'm lucky he didn't take me away. Hour, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm well, lucky he didn't take have. me away. Yep. Yeah, but it was, it was uh, I mean, when you hey, said that, it just brought me right to that moment. When's the last time you got pulled over? It's been a long time. Listen, don't jinx me. It's been a long time. Okay. All right. It's been a solid, like, year. A month? Oh, okay. A year? It's been a a solid year. That's that's an A for me. All right. That's not too bad, I guess. Carrie, there was a time where I would walk in here and say, I got to say hello to Officer Williams today. (laughs) Every week. Officer Lopez. You know, I knew every every cop for a while. Yep. Yep. Yes, Polo. But let's be honest. The, The reason that they probably haven't stopped you is because of everything going on with COVID, and they already know you. 
So they just said, I'm not even going to bother. That is not why I've been very good mm-hmm. behind the wheel. You just said that you were 130. When I was like 18, 19 years old. I'm, I'm sure that you've gone somewhere close to that. I have not done that this today at all. So, uh, <laughs> Sam, you're a gearhead, and you get it from me. You get it from Grandpa. Um, what, what was it? I mean, you just that said I love cars. Um, honestly, I just like going fast, but I think more importantly, I like taking corners really quickly and I don't know what it is about that inertia, but I just love it. <laughs> There's I'm just, you gotta be, we're put together that way. Carol, we're put together that way. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you when the other family members get in, are they like fingernails on the dashboard with you guys? And we're making sure our seatbelt is. is nice and tight and you want to, you want to hear something funny? Hmm. When I'm, with, when I'm with the family, I'll still tic-tac in traffic a little bit. I don't I, I don't open it up like that at all, unless we're getting into a fast car and the person's going with me knows what we're about to do. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. You know who enjoyed it more than anybody else since I've had the the, the, fat, the newest fast car that I have? Who? Just take a guess on which family member loved it the most. Um, Gabby? My mother. Really? <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. I'm not even kidding. My Ooh. mother absolutely loved it. She was like, ah! It was, it was just great. <laughs> oh, awesome. Of course, okay. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I, I kept it in the speed limit. But my mother, listen, she, mm-hmm. she's not as young as she used to be. I'm just saying. And you would expect that she'd be like, just take Slow it down. easy. Yeah. Calm it down. <laughs> you know, no, no. She, what, look, she the, liked the, it. Wow. Huh? I mean, her head was back. She couldn't lift up her head <laughs> off the seat. Dude. You know, she was just stuck in the seat, but she yeah. could not. She was laughing the whole it. time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Very, it, was, it was just good stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you either have that or you don't have that. My mother always tells a story about how she was racing some guy in like 1952 or something. I'm like, what are you talking about? She, was, she had the old Buick and he had some other car. And then the cop pulled him, pulled her over, not him. She's like, why didn't you pull him? Like, this is one of her famous stories. She's told that story 30,000 times. That's, she, awesome. that's where I get it. I say my dad because of the engine stuff. It's really your I get mama, the speed stuff from my mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no, my mother's out of control. Well, let's not say that, but... Out of control, the lady. No, no. Sam, right? Not Mama Pags. I'm not going to take a side here, but Grandma can throw it down. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma can throw it down. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about the internal uh, combustion engine are under attack, as gasoline is under attack, as I think freedom and Americana is under attack. What do you think, Christopher? Talk to me. Hi. Hello. Hello. Just wanted to comment on uh, your your memories of wrenching with your dad. Yeah. I have my own, and you learn about troubleshooting, problem solving, whether it be the lawnmower, a motorcycle, or a car engine. Your first car that you bought for a hundred bucks. Uh, you learn by working on things how things work. You learn about reality. And there's a famous book, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. And you learn about reality, and that's something that people are missing right now. Listen, I'm, I'm with you. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a level of bonding there and a level of, of problem solving and really figuring things out that we don't really have as much. The first engine I ever got, Carrie, was a, a plastic engine mm-hmm. that was see-through. And there, there are older people who are listening now, and, and they, these might still be available. I don't think so. 
but you used to be able to buy it where you could see the inner workings of the engine. That's why I know what the piston oh. does, what the rings do, and what the what the um, the valves do, and what the spark plug does, and, and what a crank you know a crankshaft is, and you know all of that bearings are. You, you could actually tear the whole engine down and then pull it back together. My father always told a famous story though, where he and my uncle Danny had some engine they bought from somebody. Right? Mm-hmm. They were going to tear it down and rebuild it and uh, put it in some car and go really really fast. Okay. Well, they tore it down. Fine rebuilt it, and had parts left over. Oh, no, that's not and good. <laughs> they said... Um, extra pieces. This, right, this is a, you're not supposed to have the extra pieces. What do we do with this? And they tried to start it, and of course it didn't work, and they sold it for parts. Oh, so, okay. I mean, yes, there's problem solving, but some of the, like this modern stuff with all the sensors and the way the engines run mm-hmm. and computers are, are running everything and what you, know, what you have to do with the... Uh, the the emissions have to do this and that. I mean, it's all very different than it used to be. But um, I mean, this this clear see through it's a clear see through plastic engine. Uh-huh. You could see the inner workings of something that you otherwise would not be able to see. And I just don't think we're teaching that anymore. I, I think we're teaching no. every kid has to get a college diploma. It's got to be a degree in something, you know, uh, IT, and then they go off to go to work and they get a twenty five thousand dollar a year job and don't realize that as a as a really good certified mechanic, you can make oh, you know a lot of money seventy eighty ninety thousand maybe even more. Mm-hmm. And, and they were just not teaching that anymore. And back in the day, you had more of these neighborhood mechanics that you knew was somebody who well, could really go through a, a, a machine and fix it. Yeah, and you could take it in high school. Exactly right. That's what they taught in high school. I wish I could go back to some of that, actually. But yeah, I'm telling you. No, but but instead of that, topic. we've got Buttigieg out there telling you, oh, just, got, just go buy an EV. And then uh, over the weekend, Joe Biden decides to tell us, he gets on a microphone, and he says something stupid like, you can save $80 a month. On gasoline, if you buy an EV, and they're yeah, all calling and them how EVs much are now. EVs? I mean, thirty on the very, cheap. very lowest that's end. That's not cheap. Yeah. And on the high end, you're talking about well over a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But so, so what would the car payment be? Your car payment is <laughs> fifteen hundred a month, but you're saving eighty bucks. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense for a lot of people. So stupid the whole thing is. Eight 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 nine four one back. Now, Sam, you said something to me privately that I'll say out loud. I've driven a Tesla. These cars are ridiculous. And the way the technology works, from what I understand, um, is there's an individual motor on every wheel in the car. So if you've got four wheels, you've got an individual motor. When you hit the gas or the accelerator, you're, you just go. These are badass. I mean, these are really great technology. I like Elon Musk. I'm not saying that there isn't room for, for electronic or for electric vehicles. There is. There's plenty of room. I might buy a Tesla one day, but I will never, ever stop loving that note out of a tailpipe. That just sounds like American muscle. I mean, that's never going to change. Now, the next generation might not even be able to hear that because they're trying to get rid of them. Remember Obama with the cash for clunkers? Mm-hmm. What okay. did he really do with that? What was what was the game? Do you remember? Uh, uh, what was going on? What was going on then? We'll bring you up to $4,000 in trade-in value to get rid uh, of like your, your SUV, your Suburban, or your okay. big eight-cylinder something. And then you would get this little crappy car that you get $4,000 off of, Yay. and they would just demolish the car. They would just get rid of whatever you traded in. They would like pour cement inside the engine block. They would, they would make sure it could not go back out on the road. Think about that. When I was coming up, the first sort of big vehicle like that I ever bought was, I believe it was a Suburban. It was a 1994 Suburban. And this car was the model of luxury for me. Now, this is, it was used. I didn't buy a new one, no way. 
But this was a safe, big family tank of a car, and I could not be more proud of that. And during Obama, they're taking vehicles like that where families that are just coming up, lower, middle income, whatever, they could buy a vehicle like that, feel like they're riding in luxury a little bit, feel safer with their families, but instead, they're pushing them into you know, little, some little tin can and because it was better in gas mileage. That, that, this attack on the, on the sort of American muscle has been going on for a long time, and it just bothers me. And that's it. They spent billions of dollars on cash for clunkers, and it ruined the economy because everybody was buying cars outside of car buying season. I talked to car dealers back then, and they said, we weren't selling cars for Christmas because everybody bought a car in September. So the whole thing was really stupid, but it was another one of these, these sort of green pushes to get us away from what we were so used to and what we love so much. And there is no quantifiable evidence that the temperature has gone up more than like one, one-tenth of a degree. So it's not like the air is more polluted than it used to be. It's cleaner. Not like the water is more 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 um, clean than it used to be. It's cleaner or less clean. It's not like the, the food is dirty and inedible. Of course it's good. So things aren't worse than they used to be. No, the polar ice cap hasn't melted. No, New York City isn't underwater. And no, global warming hasn't taken over the, over the, the entire planet. That never happened. This is not really about that. It's about power and control. And the way you get power and control is you take away somebody's freedom. You must get a shot. You must get a booster. You must get the fourth booster. You must drive, you know, an electric vehicle. You must take public transportation. You must live in government-provided housing. This is, a, this is another form and fashion of power and control over the people. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Carrie, they absolutely love it. They think it's adorable. Oh, they. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Adorable. They Appreciate love it. They called you chocolate voice. They said husky, husky, husker. Yeah, it was in Nebraska. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're in Nebraska, do you have to take like a hay ride or a, or a corn ride <laughs> the prom? to the prom? No. And is the theme prom, the prom theme corn or popcorn? Or? No, uh, no, it was not. Not my senior year. Junior year, yes, but not my senior year. No, what was the guy's name? Do you, do you remember? I do. Just the first name. Randy. Randy. Whatever happened to Randy, do we know? I have no clue. Come on, really? I have no idea. Poor what Randy. To him. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, no idea. No, were you cutting a rug? Were you guys dancing the night away or what? Yeah, we did. We danced a lot. Yeah, it was fun. Had a good time. Yeah, it's funny because I, I even if I had a girlfriend want to go to prom or something, I probably wouldn't have gone because right. I, I'm a great dancer. By yourself? When I'm holding my saxophone. Guys? Oh. No, when I'm holding my saxophone. Oh, okay. Without the horn, I don't know what the hell to do with my arms. Well, you put him around your girl. That's what you're supposed nah, to do. No, no, he didn't want that. No oh, touching okay. girls till I was 32. Ah, no, nope, okay. none of that. But, gotcha. but I mean, the thing was, I'd be like, I've got great rhythm, and I'm back and forth, and not a problem. And I'm like, hey, what do I do with my hand? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> the hell to do? I, I don't know. Funny to like, watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. No, we had a good. Time. Uh, it would be fun to watch. <laughs> 
I'll dance now. See, I don't care now. At this I know you advanced don't care. age, I don't care. I know. Um, we all I, know. I actually have video of me standing up in the middle of the, the, the what what song did we play? And I saw this on my computer the other day and it cracked me up. It might have been on Facebook, it was like a memory or something. But we played for some reason we played Morris Day in the Time. Um oh, yeah. that O E O E O song, whatever yeah, the hell it is. I like that one. And we put it on and I stood up and just started doing it as we were on the air. Oh, really? When was this? Yes. Oh. You know why I carry? Because I just don't care. <laughs> Apparently, you do not. Because back then, yeah, I was like, oh, know. I don't want to be, see people to see me dance. Now I'm like, screw it. Let's go. Don't you love that, though? I think that's one of the best things about getting older is that you give zero bleeps about a lot of stuff that darns. you cared so much She's about darns, 20 years kids. ago. I'm saying darn. Zero darns. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, no, it's true. I, you, you give a whole less friends than, than you used to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that is a good thing. I and, like and if that. I could go back and tell the 17, 18-year-old me, I would just say, dude, stop, stop caring. Yes. Just go for it. Exactly. It's what I tell my, especially my 14-year-old, who's very shy. And it's like, son, don't worry about who's watching you. Just do what you want to do. Exactly right. Yes. I'm telling you. Kids, listen to Aunt Carrie. That's right. I know. Randy, huh? Randy. (laughs) He had some blonde hair, didn't he? He had some blonde hair. He did. It was very blonde. Randy wasn't playing around. (laughs) And, and you had your hair color was a little different. It's gotten lighter over the years, interestingly. I know. It's funny what the Texas sun did to my hair when I came when I moved from Nebraska. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could tell because you can't get, it didn't get your roots at all. So, um, oh, what? Oh, Wait a second. Wow. What? Now what? you're being rude. I did not. I didn't, wasn't rude. Mm-hmm. Look at my, my roots are all very dark. I actually dye mine gray. Because I want to look more distinguished. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. You're not buying that? I'm not buying that. Nobody's buying right. that one. 888 pags JoePags.com. I guess nobody's buying that. Uh, let me tell you in the meantime about Stamps.com. Stamps.com is awesome. Time is money. You know time is money. Don't waste either with repeated trips to the post office. With Stamps.com, you skip the trip and focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Let your print official postage right from your computer saves your money in the process so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses now. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer, as I said, and save a bunch of money. You can save up to 40% off of USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. And all you need, as I said, is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. Sign up with promo code PAGS right now at stamps.com. Get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, a digital scale. Don't have to worry about contracts or long-term commitments. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone right now at the top of the page. Enter my code PAGS. Stamps.com, code PAGS. You'll be glad you did. I appreciate you stopping by. Hopefully that made sense, the whole car thing. We're going to continue next hour. Much more to come on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.